everybody. Welcome to my very first interview for KatanyaTaylor.com. I'm Katanya Taylor. And in order to launch my new website, I wanted to have my great friend Paula Williams interview me and so that we could delve into a little bit about why I've launched this website and let you all get to know me a little bit better. So, Paula, I'm going to have you take it away. Great. Thanks so much, Katanya. Good afternoon, everybody. And Katanya, really, what an honor and a pleasure to be working with you on this amazing launch of this project that you've got going on. So, of course, we've been friends for a long time, and I have watched you just power through some really incredible um, projects on the health aspect. And so when you started telling me about this, it was just like that whole next level of where you're about to, to take things. And I am really looking forward to hearing all about this really exciting launch. I've been watching through your webpage. I love what you're working on. It's so beautiful. I'm I'm just, if everybody, if you've seen Katanya's website by now, you probably have, but the, her images for me, when I look through those, and I know her really well, each one of those images is like conveying so much, her, her message so clearly on what she's doing. But um, but for those of us that are new to what, what you're doing, Katanya, I would love to hear, talk a little bit more about this website and the launch itself. And let's just kind of start with that. So tell us a little bit about your purpose with your new website. Thank you. First of all, thanks so much for the compliments, Paula. We have been friends for so long, and I'm so excited to have you part of it. Um, so my purpose for this website, first of all, it has been in the making, in my brain, for so many years, and it's really just a dream come true. Um, my purpose really is that, as you know, and maybe most of you don't yet, but I have been in clinical practice as an acupuncturist and oriental medical doctor and integrated medical practitioner for 14 years now, and I love what I do, but what I, what I want to do now, um, what I see in clinic is I'm doing what I love to do. I'm treating people. I'm following the dreams of what, you know, I first went into alternative medicine for, which was ideally not, you know, have surgeries, not get into all the medications, you know, avoid all that stuff and take the alternative path and, you know, really heal themselves in a natural way and guide them down the path to self-healing and, you know, support them in all those ways. And I do a lot of that. Um, unfortunately, what I'm finding, Paula, is, you know, unfortunately what ends up happening to us alternative medicine practitioners is that people come to us kind of at the end of their rope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They um, They come to us after oftentimes surgeries, um, years and years and years of illness, lots of, you know, lots and lots of medications on their list. And they come to me really because there's nothing, they've, they've exhausted all their options. And, you know, while I love that and that's been my passion for years and I, I help them with their pain, um, you know, we, we do some herbs and we do some dietary changes. And, but so much of the time they're so far into their illness that, you know, as much as they might want to make changes, sometimes it's almost impossible to to go back to the start and to really um, make all the changes that we both want to make. And it's super sad and frustrating for me. And so what I 
my goal of originally going into alternative medicine, um, what, what it kind of has turned into a little bit is I'm dealing with these people who've been through the entire Western conventional system, and now I'm just sort of adding to their drugs and adding to their surgeries and hopefully getting them a little bit of relief. But really where I wanted to be was helping them not go down that path in the first place. And, right. you know, so so what, that's kind of where I've come to. And I'm, what, what I want to do is I want to help people and inter, in, intercede earlier so that they don't go down that path. And I see it as sort of a interceding in a more simple place where, you know, they were healthier, maybe a little bit of disease has crept in. The problem is people, unfortunately, wait so long. And so right. the other aspect of trying to intercede earlier is that I've really come to the, the conclusion that one of the best ways to intercede earlier is to work with younger people, which is why I've chosen the, you know, sort of target audience of um, families and moms, but really dealing with children's health because I know it sounds cliche, but, you know, the children are our future. And unfortunately, this future, this generation of kids is projected to have shorter lifespans than any previous generations. And Paula, that, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's really, really scary. No, it's it's terrifying. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel like in, in trying to intercede earlier, that's where I, that's where we need to do it is in children and helping parents, you know, learn how to, you know, raise their kids in a, in a healthier way. And that's where I believe I can really intercede and make a difference. I love that. And I, you know, what's so powerful behind that is uh, I chose not to have children, but of course, almost all my friends have children. And when we are surrounded by these, the youth of uh, today, any day, the kids, will do what the parents show them to do. So if we show our kids from early, early on that uh, fruits and vegetables and lots of clean water and fresh air and exercise, that this is the way to a healthy lifestyle, that's what they adopt. We see it time and time again. Unfortunately, the crisis of our country is that we are in a a compromise of convenience with this fast-paced life that we're all living. So, um, and that is really catching up to everybody. So I, I thank you. I applaud you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for starting with the younger people. It's, it's that place to start. So, and I, I really, I get that from your website. I love how you are helping to simplify for the, the parents. You are an alpha mom, but not all parents are alpha parents, you know, and so to be able to have you as a resource to tap into and have you, I love this one, I'm, I'm looking at your site right now, where it says, discover what you know and what needs tweaking. I mean, thank you so much for being that resource to simplify it for me. So, you know, we know who you're, who you're starting with and who you're looking to significantly help early on. Tell us a little bit about what your goals are for this, though, like your long-term goals, your short-term goals, what are you hoping to, to really get out of this right out of the gate? Well, you know, I want to, like you say, um, be that guide. I want to, I do want to simplify things. I think things are so complicated. I think parents these days, although we have so much information out there and, and you know, many people are taking, you know, the whole, there's that joke that, you know, you didn't get your 
degree from Dr. Google. You know, everyone looks their stuff up, and a lot of times I think that I think that frustrates doctors. But you know, it's actually I believe to a large extent, not maybe every part of it is it's a healthy it's a healthy trend because I don't like I don't like the trend where parents feel afraid of you know the sniffles or um, I just feel that in this in our modern all of our technology all of our newness all of everything's high tech and what's gone along with that is sort of a lo- the loss of simplicity and the loss of um, our our intuition as a parent um, mm-hmm. and really putting a lot of our power into the hands of doctors and even though we feel like that trend is changing. Um, I think I actually I think with kids to some extent with parent with parenting, it, it hasn't really changed. We we're very nervous, and that's totally normal, and that's fine. And doctors absolutely have their place. I mean, you know, it's emergencies, and I mean, if I get in an accident tomorrow, I want you to take me to the hospital. But mm-hmm. in when it comes to nutrition and chronic health, unfortunately, the modern healthcare system it's really not fixing us. And parents, I want to guide them back to kind of, you know, maybe even where our great-grandmothers were a couple, a hundred years ago or so, where sure they didn't have the technology we have now. Sure, you could argue they didn't have antibiotics and they didn't know anything and they were kind of primitive. But, you know, they also had what we now call old wives' tales. But, you know, these were, this was knowledge that they had that had been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And it was in them and it was, and it was, based on experience of all these generations. And what happened, I feel, 80 or so years ago, when uh, technology and industry and medical, the medical industrial complex got, got so developed and so, you know, got expanded so wonderfully with, with all the modern, you know, antibiotics and all that, we actually lost, we basically looked at that old wives' tales and all that stuff as primitive and we brushed it under the rug and we said, that's uh, that's that's no good for us anymore. Look at this big shiny object over here. Look at this, um, these amazing advancements. Everyone needs to move that way. And in that move, we lost all that old knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I, that to me, that old knowledge, that traditional knowledge, some of that um, that instinct and that inherited sort of almost ancestral knowledge that we as humans have had, we've lost in the last 80 years. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's tragic, you know, and I, and it sounds complicated and scary and all that. To me, it's really simple. And that's what I want to do is help make it simple and help kind of bring us back to those basics, remind us the good things that great grandmother knew. I'm, I don't want to forget the modern technology and the advancements in medicine, certainly not, but let's bring them together and use the proper ones in the proper places and, and as parents, just get back our intuition and our power again, not turning it all over to, to doctors, because turning everything over to, to the Western medical complex is not the answer when it comes to basic health and, you know, nutrition. You know, doctors do, I think, about an hour or two of nutrition in all of medical school. That's really not where we want to get to be getting our nutritional, um, you know, our nutritional know-how from our doctors. So, that's what I want to do. I want to, that's the, that's the first thing. I want people to understand. I want to try to help them gain back that, the basics of health and gain back their power. Yeah. You know, um, that is all 
so that just takes me back like I have chills thinking about how powerful that whole thing is about, you know, 80 and 100 years ago. All food was organic and we had our, you know, the old wives' tales using what I would call now, um, I would put it in the category of like street smarts, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, and that just isn't the way, that isn't the way we're operating. So I really, really love that this is what you're coming back to. So talk to us a little bit about where you have accumulated your um, the wives' tales, and, and I mean, I know that you're highly educated and you've been through a ton of school, but for this resource, for this launch and this project, how are you um, compiling this information to help simplify it, I guess? Um, well, I guess I would say, you know, in 14 years of clinical experience, seeing a lot of families and seeing a lot of kids and seeing you know, kids that are already in their teenage years already down this path that I'm talking about on multiple medications, their parents trying to do the best they can. Um, and about five years ago, I really started doing a lot of a lot more research and learning and training and um, looking into what's called functional medicine, which is really looking at the root cause of disease. And the interesting thing about functional medicine is it's kind of the up-and-coming um, sort of almost new-age medicine, but what it's actually doing is bringing back the old school sort of naturopathic doctor of the of the 1920s and bringing it back into the modern age using um, using a lot of our modern diagnostic testing, but getting back to the root cause. And in all this study, what's interesting is that um, they're finding so many of the older school ways were were amazing and were beneficial. So, you know, coming full circle, for example, would be all the tons and tons of modern research on the, um, you know, probiotics, the microbiome of the intestinal tract, how absolutely important essential it is to our lives. And just 15, 20 years ago, we were all about antibiotics and killing off everything in our system. We essentially thought that our guts were sterile. And Mm. now we're finding these gut bugs are absolutely essential to every facet of of our functioning of our body. And that's now becoming the, you know, the new modern trend in medicine. But that also goes back to, you know, 10,000 years ago when people preserved their food, they didn't have refrigeration, right? So one of the ways they preserved their food was fermenting it. And so fermenting food, as we think of it, basically it's putrefaction, but it's a guided putrefaction in a way that that food develops these this bacterial environment that preserves the food and actually it you know, doesn't make you sick, and then they found that it actually makes you healthier and it makes the food alive. And that, of course, was discovered by people years and years and years, centuries and centuries of, of trial and error. But we discovered that fermentation of food is now part of restoring and maintaining a healthy gut microbiome that is now the cutting edge of modern medicine of what's keeping us healthy. So talk about coming full circle, you know. Yes. Oh, my God, exactly. Nothing is new. Everything comes around again, right? Because I'm totally into the whole fermented movement. I love it. Yeah. It's so so many of the things that I I like to, you know, have my patients and clients, you know, eat or drink or make, it's literally back to what were they making two, three, four, five hundred years ago? I I mean, I know, I know, I don't want to forget the advances we've made. They're wonderful. They are. We have to, we have to remember that modern medicine is amazing, but we've, we've got to go back to, we can't forget, we can't leave all that other stuff behind too, you know? 
So um, bone broth soups and, and, you know, eating like the whole animal, eating the, you know, the organs. I know it sounds horrible, but the things that they did back then because they needed to eat the whole animal because they were starving if they didn't, our bodies developed over hundreds of thousands of years to eat that way. Mm-hmm. And so now in the last 80 years, all of a sudden, our, you know, we were supposed to eat McDonald's and processed food, and our, we Ugh. think our bodies have adapted to that, you know? Just because right. it's high tech, high tech, our bodies are not, they're not meant for that. So we actually do need to look what were our bodies made for. How did they, how did they develop over tens of thousands of years? Not what have they done in the past 80 years? Because that is what's making us very sick. Yeah, no, exactly. We have to go back to the history of it all. And um, and I love that that's what you're willing to do. And always with the caveat that modern medicine is miraculous also. And so that's a really important thing. Like we're not trying to, to um, scare everybody away from that this is an important piece of our of sustaining our health. But however, when when what you're able to do in giving people back the power to no longer be afraid that if they provide their bodies what their bodies really need, if they take the time to learn through your help what their bodies really need, our bodies themselves are miraculous and they will heal themselves with, of course, yes. help of, um, you know, uh, the naturopath, the functional medicine. I, I love that whole, the functional medicine movement. Um, and then there always is a place for the traditional Western medicine as well. So I like that you, that that's your take on all of it. And I, so I thank you for that. Um, so tell us a little bit more about, so you're doing a, um, you have a little bit of a blog series starting up here and again, targeting to getting to the kids right away. So talk a little bit more about kind of what that's going to look like. Um, what platform you're going to take off and, and how people can get more information from you. Well, certainly, yeah. So I, I have a, a pretty good Facebook presence already. Um, but then just landing on my on my website, um, I do have the blog with lots of information and I have some video, you know, video informational stuff. But there is um, plenty of areas on there. What I want to do really is work with people online um, or, or face-to-face. But ideally, I want to go online because I want to take this you know, global, um, <laughs> work with people online on Skype or Facebook or whatever and um, work with, you know, do, do you know, like an hour consultation and whether I'm working with a mom to deal with her kids' issues or maybe I'm working with a mom because, of course, can't forget the moms. The moms and the dads have to be healthy if their kids are going to be healthy. Right. So that's certainly a part of it. But I want to work with them, do, you know, these phone consultations um, and then, you know, provide them with a plan of how to move forward geared specifically to them with this, all that we've been talking about, this functional medicine and this ancestral health kind of picture in mind, and then, you know, provide them with any necessary supplementation that they need and keep, you know, sort of a follow-up email depending on what program they pick and that kind of stuff. I have a couple of options, but stay in touch and work over the next few months on, you know, helping helping them regain their health with the goal, of course, in mind of, you know, them sort of learning and taking it over themselves. And what I want to do with this website is teach people how to fix themselves. Mm. So I really, that's really a big goal for me. That is fantastic. I absolutely love that because when, when it is for our own reasons, when we are totally invested in doing what we need to do for ourselves without 
pointing fingers or laying blame on anybody else if it doesn't work out for us, you know. And, and I just really feel like you are the person to help empower people to want to take their health back. I'm really excited about it. Thank you, Paula. I'm so I'm really really excited too, and I I see myself speaking and I see myself educating, and I just I really really am excited. Um, I definitely want to keep doing these interviews and put together a podcast series and just really get the message out there. I'm absolutely passionate about you know educating, and one of the one of the things I kind of a little longer term um, plan that I sort of hope and see for myself, which I find a little bit of a more difficult audience, but I want to work with teenage girls. I Again, back to, you know, children are our future. Teenage girls are the moms of our future, and they just, I mean, we remember, Paula, we were teenage girls at one time. It's, it's a really hard time, and, you know, these girls are doing all these crazy diets, and they're worried, you know, they're worried about their bodies, and they're, you know, going on birth control, and, oh, all that stuff. So, again, that that's a kind of a bigger a bigger fish to tackle, but that's that's another longer term goal, but anyway, I I want to get out there and I do want to do some speaking and I want to do education and so I'm just really excited and I'm so excited that I see you and I on this journey together. So I am so grateful to you for this interview today and let's follow up in the next couple of weeks and I want to hear certainly from your side because you have so much to add to everything that I'm doing. So yeah, why don't right you tell on. us real real. Tell us real quick how everyone can get hold of you, Paula. Well, so you can email me at Paula, my first name, P-A-U-L-A, at vagablonde.net. So that's uh, V-A-G-A-B-L-O-N-D-E dot net if you want more information. You can find me on Facebook, too, Paula Williams on Facebook. There's a lot of Paula Williams, so <laughs> I have... Uh, blonde hair and big dimples, and I'm, I'm pretty easy to find that way. Well, you know, one of Katanya's mutual friends, you can find me that way. So, yeah, I would love to. I'm, I'm really looking forward to collaborating with you on this health aspect, and, you know, what we're doing is just so aligned together, and you are such a powerful woman. So thank you for inviting me to do this interview with you, your your very first interview of your launch, and great things are coming your way. Thank you, Paula. I appreciate it so much. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Bye-bye.